I'm Kev Jackson. Welcome to ChatPod, the Chatabout podcast. We are talking foster care today. We have uh, some foster care recruit, foster parent recruiting going on. Amber Fuller and Robin Schmidt are uh, foster care licensors for Beltrami County. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. We're excited to be here. Well, first of all, um, we know that there's always a need for foster care. That's that's where this thing spurs from, right? Yes. Yes. So what? How 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 significant is the need right now? I would say we are in dire need for more foster homes um, in our community. We do not have enough foster homes to to meet the need right now. And I, I, I believe that it's across the state, not just in our community, um, but we're we're definitely we're definitely feeling the pressure. And it, Amber, I feel like we've had this conversation many times uh, that this just is kind of a continuous need. Yes, it is. And so what we are looking at is collaborating with some area businesses in town. Well, North Holmes Children and Family Services, and mm-hmm. then. Leech Lake Child Welfare, um, since there is a need in really all of Minnesota, we just want people to know that we are here to license you, but also who is going to be the best fit. And so if you might be more comfortable with a different agency, um, we have a couple meetings coming up where you can meet your licensors and see what might be the best fit for your family. So who are you guys collaborating with? We are collaborating with North Holmes um, Children and Family Services here in Bemidji and also Leech Lake uh, Child Welfare. There are also other agencies that license um, around this area. There's Kindred um, um, Family Services, and there's also Red Lake Family Services, um, AFAX. There's there's other agencies, too, but we just wanted to get um, a representative from, you know, public agency, mm-hmm. which is Beltrami County, private agency, which is North Holmes, and a tribal agency as, as well. So I'm um, just trying to, to, to hit all of them um, and send out a unified message that um, it does not matter who you get licensed through, um, we, we need you. Um, yeah, and we have a couple a couple meetings coming up. I think it's a, it's a big decision to do foster care. And sometimes um, people are, they don't know where to start. Um, so we're just kind of giving you a starting point. Okay. Tell me a little bit about um, what the differences are with the different agencies. Um, you know, why, why are there multiple agencies that are doing this? Sure. So with Beltrami County, we license just within Beltrami County. Um, when you're looking at some of the tribal agencies, they license on the reservation, but they can also license, I think uh, Leech Lake is up to 30 miles off the reservation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's with other tribes too. They can license off the reservation. And then North Homes, they can license throughout the state of Minnesota too. Um, so okay. we look to them if, and the tribal um, agencies too. If we don't have placements in Beltrami County for our children, we, those are our first steps um, to look to some of those other agencies um, if we can keep them in the community, even better. But then we start to branch out to to see um, what other areas may have an open foster home for our kiddos. Okay, you got meetings coming up on Tuesday at noon, Thursday at, at six. And I'm going to get in more details on those in a moment. But sure. kind of give me a general definition of foster care and uh, and and the 
and what are the things that are going on that, that make you need so much foster care? Yeah, well, um, doing foster care, you're you're providing um, a safe um, home for kids that, um, for whatever reasons, can't be with with their parents. I would say the number one reason that children go into foster care right now um, is related to to drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, drugs is such a huge problem, not only in our community; it's it's everywhere, um, um, and it's it's causing um, disruptions in, in, in families, um, causing kids not to be safe. Um, so they, they go into foster care until, um, you know, we're able to, to work with that family and get them to a good place, um, a healthy place where they can have their, their children returned home to them. Okay. Um, and I know, uh, talking in the past, there's various, there's different types of foster care. So what are some of the different things you're looking for? Sure. Well, different types um, really look at different length of stay. And so sometimes we just need an emergency placement. So there's something in the middle of the night or just even in the middle of the day um, where we're unable to locate a relative for placement. And so then we're calling our our local foster families to see who might be available um, to take those children in need of placement. Um, So that's one that emergency placement, sometimes those emergencies stay for a very long time. Yeah. Um, there's also respite care too, where that is um, when a foster family maybe needs a little bit of a break or they're going out of town or whatever it might be, then those kids go to a licensed foster home for respite care. Um, and then one of the perks, I think, to go back to one of the previous questions too, is some of the permanency or not a perk, but um, for North Homes, they do some permanency um, we do as well, but what they can focus on are even adoptions. Um, our our goal in foster care is always reunification. So Robin talked about getting those children or getting the families healthy to a point where we can have children return. Unfortunately, sometimes that isn't the case, and we are looking at either a transfer of custody or adoption. Um, and one thing that North Homes has going for them is where they do some adoption-specific um, fostering and recruitment. Okay. Tell me a little bit about the meetings that you have coming up next week. Sure. Yeah, so we thought this would be a, a, a good way to for, for people to um, to hear about foster care. Sometimes, like I said, it's you don't know where to start and maybe nervous about being pressured into into doing something. Um, and so we figured this Zoom meeting might be a good way for, for people to... Um, attend and um, in a a non-pressure way Um, and our message too is going to be that um, our our biggest needs are for um, families that are able to take in sibling groups of kids sometimes we have to separate siblings um, um, because um, you know foster families can only take one or or maybe two Um, so we're looking at um, families that can take um, more than more than two um if you can just imagine how awful that would be you know um being taken from from your family and then also having to be separated from your siblings um is is very frightening for for kiddos um so we we 
want to try and alleviate that. Um, and for older children too, um, I would say the school-aged children um, are very, it's very difficult to find foster homes um, for those kids. Um, and sometimes it's just, it's hard for, um, it's hard finding uh, respite care too um, for families. So um, that's going to be our message. Of course, um, if, you know, if, if you're interested in, in, in younger kids, you know, we'll, be more than happy to to work with you um, absolutely get you licensed for, for younger kids too but our biggest need is for school-aged children and um, sibling groups. and sibling groups yep Amber Fuller and Robin Schmidt foster care licensors with Beltrami County about how many foster families are there in Beltrami County right now oh that's a good question <laughs> and I I'm not sure that I can answer that um, because of all the different agencies that that license and I'm just not aware of um, uh, of how many each agency licenses um, just our own agency between relative and non-relative um, probably about 40 maybe that's what I was going to guess yeah I would say about 40 families and again some of those are our relative specific foster homes okay whenever we can put children with relatives we try and do that um, but relatives also have to go through the licensing process just like um, a regular foster home um, it's just uh, making sure that we're not taking a, a child from one maybe unsafe unhealthy environment and putting them in another so they have to do background checks and and all the fun paperwork that that everyone else has to do it um, but we're very thankful for those relatives because I think that's an easier transition for kids mm-hmm. um, where they can be in a home that um, that they're already familiar with and I'm, I'm sure that a lot of this will be covered if you attend one of the meetings but what is the process to get licensed for foster care Sure. So Robin already touched on, on some background studies. Mm-hmm. We have a home inspection that is um, DHS-led, and so we look at, um, we're not coming through with like white gloves or anything, but we're making sure you have the appropriate smoke detection, um, fire extinguishers, and then just kind of general, um, like your windows, to make sure that your windows are large enough. So if we need to get out of the home quickly, that firemen can come in and you can get out. Um, so there's that part, and then um, a home study interview. So really getting to know you as a provider, but also what is your story leading up to this point? What are your thoughts on permanency? Um, what are what are some of your routines, your traditions, your cultures? Um, there are policies that every family has. So every family has their very own drug and alcohol policy, grievance policies and procedures, and then discipline policies so that we can think in advance of what does this look like for children in your home. So how are we going to encourage children? When are we going to praise them? Do we use timeouts? What does that look like? Um, And then each family has training. So when we have infants in care or anybody under the age of five, we have our SUIDs and so sudden unexpected infant death training, um, abusive head trauma training. There's training in children's mental health, um, car seat training for appropriate ages, a lot of them are done online, so it's really self-paced, and we just kind of check in, see if you have any questions, and then verify that you have taken some of those trainings. And there are a few others too, but I don't need to rattle on too much. <laughs> so, um, but that's really the gist of it. Um, it's really between two and four months of a process, um, just depending on how how quickly you move through 
the trainings, um, the home studies. So it's really um, based on everybody's individual schedule. Okay. And and uh, I know that if you take this on, um, you know, you, you do get some financial help, right? Yes. As a foster parent? Correct. Yeah. yeah. So um, for food and, and those types of things? Yeah. It's, it's based on the child's age and what the, their needs are and what you as a foster family have to do in order to, to meet those needs. So it's, it's pretty individualized what, um, what the monthly um, reimbursement is. And I think I've mentioned this before in other conversations with you. You know, you watch TV shows and, you know, the foster parents are evil and they're in it for the money and they treat the kids terribly. And yet I know a lot of the foster families in this area. And there's some of the top-notch people I know. Yeah, absolutely. We are so fortunate to have amazing foster parents. Um, and one thing some of our foster parents have even done one, they're each other's best supporters. Um, mm-hmm. They have we have such a great community of foster providers, um, but there's also support groups in the area so that if you um, need that added support and somebody who has been through it, because we can license, but at the same time, this isn't something that we're doing 24/7 with these kids in our home. So then you can connect with others, and it's a foster parent-led group, so it's not led by licensors. Um, and I think North Homes has some other support groups as well in town. Some of these families that uh, we work with, uh, I know you mentioned they're top-notch, and and they really are. We have seen um, a shift over the years. Um, When I first started in in licensing, um, you know, there was more of a separation between foster families and birth families. Um, But over the years, we have seen um, a lot of relationships build. Um, Foster families want birth families to know we're not out to keep your children or take your children you know you're the expert on on your kiddos and you know we're looking to you to tell us you know what do you do at bedtime to help you know soothe your child um what what are some of their likes and and dislikes and we've seen some wonderful relationships being built between birth families and foster families and some of these relationships um, last and go beyond um, the child's placement in in the foster home. Um, sometimes our foster families are um, their biggest cheerleaders, and mm-hmm. it's it's been really cool to see. And just to piggyback off of that, I think one that always kind of tears me up a little bit is one of our parents. Um, she tested positive at the time of her child's birth, and her baby was not able to go home with her. And our foster parent came to the hospital, met with mom, met with baby. And that parent called the investigator and said, I was pretty mad up until this point. Um, I want you to know that I am so thankful for our foster parent and she's so nice. And I feel so much better about where my baby is going, Mm -hmm. having met her. Um, And that is so rewarding and just speaks to our foster community. Yeah. What, what seems to be the biggest um, stumbling block to people who might be considering it? What's, what's their greatest fear that you have to overcome? I think sometimes it is, you know, the, the fear is, is meeting the birth family. And, and that can be scary if, if you've never done it before. Um, but um, they're just people, too, and they're just... Um, They've fallen on some hard times and they're struggling, um, just 
just like anybody else. And they just, um, they just, they want somebody that is going to be non-judgmental um, and show compassion. Um, you know, some other um, things that might uh, prevent a person from reaching out about getting licensed for foster care is they're not sure if they are qualified or maybe they think, um, well, I'm single. I could never get licensed for foster care. You can be single. Um, you can own your home or you can rent an apartment. Um, you can, um, some people think, well, I have to have my own kids or have experience with my own um, parenting to, to become a foster parent, but um, that is not the case either. Most people that um, want to be licensed for foster care um, are responsible people that have compassion and love for children, and um, they're willing to go through training um, and willing to receive su support in, in order to um, effectively care for, for kids. Okay. Can you think of any other kind of myths to, to dispel? I don't know about myths, but I think just kind of the fear of the unknown. Yeah. Um, whereas I think it can be kind of intimidating. And then if you do end up meeting a foster family in the community to say, gosh, they can do this. They they both are working and and they make it work. Um, and so sometimes time commitment, I think, could be something people are a little nervous about. But then when you do kind of get connected with some of those other foster families, um, you can help collaborate and rely on each other and, and see that it does really work. Okay. Uh, so tell me once again about the meetings. How do people get signed up for these these events? Sure. So you actually don't need to sign up. Um, we have a couple Zoom meetings coming up. There is a press release on the Beltrami County website, and there have just been a few different areas, um, posters shared um, through social media, Leech Lake Child Welfare. I know our sheriff's department had shared it too. And so um, otherwise you can feel free to give us a call um, at 218-333-8318, and we can send that information to you. Um, but otherwise, you can look on the Beltrami County website. We have a couple Zoom links. There is the passcode for the Zoom link. And so you can just show up. Um, you don't need to keep your camera on. If you just want to hear about it, kind of no strings attached, we get it. And that's really where we want to um, just offer information um, and let people be a little more comfortable with fostering. We're going to talk about the, the different agencies um, that people have options to, to go through. And then if um, you're feeling comfortable with um, selecting an agency, um, uh, we'll give you information on how to apply. Um, and then we're going to do, um, we'll have a group orientation meeting talking, getting more into the nuts and bolts of, of foster care and, and expectations. Um, we'll have a meeting um, end of end of March um, to get people started. And mm -hmm. we do have representatives from from North Holmes Children Family Services and Leech Lake Child Welfare, so you can actually meet and see who your licensors are going to be. Okay, and that first one is Tuesday, March 5th, noon. Second one, Thursday, March 7th, 6 p.m. Yes. Simple Zoom meeting, just got to get the link. Yes, exactly. Okay, anything else uh, you'd like to say before we wrap it up today? I don't think so. Just really hopeful that we see some new faces and spark some interest in fostering. And even if it's not 
in the near future, which is a huge need. Um, hopefully we can kind of plant that seed for some time um, that might work better for each family. Okay. Robin, <clears throat> excuse me, Robin Schmidt and uh, Amber Fuller, they are Beltrami County Foster Care Licensors. Uh, again, Tuesday, 12 noon or Thursday, uh, 6 p.m. Uh, Zoom meeting if you want more information on foster care. Thank you both for being here today. Thanks for having, having us. us. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for joining us today on ChatPod, the Chat About podcast.